you know, we are on a series called I Love My Family. And how many love their family? Come on, somebody. We, we love our family. Amen. We, we love our, 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 our troubled family. We love our, our, we have powerful people in our family. We have the crazy ones in our family. And then we have the ones that everybody wants to hide from. And then the ones everybody wants to be around with. And the ones that are funny. And the ones that are just too much. Everybody has a clown in their family. Everybody has a psycho in their family. You might be that one. Oh, Lord have mercy. But there are family. That's what makes family family is that we're unique. Everybody's different. Amen. If everybody was the same, it would be dangerous. Amen. So thank God you are different from your family. Amen. But I, I want to minister on something that I, I was going to talk about, but the Lord switched it on me, and, and I've been battling with it, and, and I was going to talk about today on having a vision for your family, but I'm going to talk about that in a couple weeks. But God, is, I've been really dealing with this one. I want to talk about forgiveness in the family. Forgiveness in the family. And I believe if we're going to go any further with family, there has to be forgiveness in the family. There is something that happens in family that sometimes that nobody ever sees. Nobody ever hears. Nobody ever deals with. There's things that take place in, in our family um, growing up as children, um, growing up uh, as, as young men, as teenagers. There's, there's things that happen and stuff that takes place. There's uh, uh, growing up sometimes without a father within the house. And so sometimes men, young teenagers grow up resentful. Um, there's things that take place in the home that sometimes that there's a bitterness towards the mother. There is no mother there. And so there is a lot of resentment there. And then now you're a parent. And so now you are doing things that you thought that you used when you were in your house that you're using now to be a parent. And sometimes they're not the right way. The right way to be a parent is to use the word of God when you're saved. Come on, somebody. As doc, you got to use the word. Someone say the word. It's the word that guides us as parents. And so we have to understand that there's things we pick up in our family. There's stuff that we're going to do. There's things that we'll never do. Anybody know what I'm talking about? There's things that we don't want to see. There's things that we don't want to progress into our family. But things happen. And so I want to talk about a few things that take place that will help us because we got to get rid of some clutter of some pain. We got to get, maybe you already dealt with your pain. Maybe some of you already dealt with your bitterness. Some of you already dealt with your anger. Some of you probably already dealt with a lot of resentment. Or some of you already dealt with a lot of um, guilt. And so there's some stuff that, uh, uh, that we need to deal with or we need to give to God. And I'm going to be talking about it. And I want to talk about the difference between guilt and bitterness. And I'm going to lay it out for us so we can understand what I'm saying. Can someone say amen? I, 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 just like me growing up in, in my household, is I didn't, my father left us when we were five years old. We are five years old. He had another family going on, and he took off, and he was doing his thing. And, and so there was, there was a stepdad stepped in. That's why they're called stepdads, because they step in. You missed that one. <laughs> Jesus had a stepdad. You don't hear me, though. He was a prime example of a good stepdad, and he stepped in. And so stepdads are good. So if you're a stepdad, you're needed. You don't hear me, though. If you're a stepdad, you're needed. Come on, somebody. If you're, if you're a single mother raising your, 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 your child by yourself, I give you props. It takes a lot of strength. So you're going to be okay. 
you know, I, I, I give you all, you know, I pray for you. And we've been praying for stepmom. I mean, stepmom, step, stepmom too. Stepmamas are good too. Stepmama, amen. Because sometimes stepmom steps in. Come on, stepmoms are good too. Don't, 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 don't downplay the stepmama. Amen. There's a lot of good stepmoms out there. I'm telling you, man. And so, so it's so important that you understand that there's value on you. There's value for the fathers that are stay, stay intact, the mothers that stay intact. But things happen. Can someone say amen? Things happen. Things take place. So we have to learn to forgive. Someone say forgive. See, there are two problems that affect us greatly emotionally and spiritually. There's two great things that affect us emotionally and spiritually. One is guilt. Someone say guilt. Now, guilt imprisons us. Listen to what I'm saying. Guilt imprisons us. Guilt is a result of something we've done wrong. So when we do something wrong, we, get, we feel guilty and so we, we imprison ourselves. We can't forgive ourselves. We, 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 we talk down on ourselves. We, 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 we feel like bad mothers and we feel like bad fathers. We, 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 the guilt starts eating us and, and it imprisons us. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Guilt, uh, uh, we find a cave to hide at. When we get guilty, we find caves to live in. Oh, Jesus. The Bible talks about caves where even King David went to a cave and hid. Oh, he found guilty and hid in a cave. So all of us, when we get guilty, we go hide in a cave. Cave of misery. Cave of pain. Cave of imprisonment. So, so guilt imprisons us. Now, now, bitterness is another one. Bitterness poisons us. You're with me. Guilt imprisons us. Bitterness what? Poisons us. Now, bitterness is our reaction to someone else's wrongness. Or our perspective that someone else has wronged us. So we become bitter because of someone else's wrong or doing something wrong. Or we perceive it as that was wrong and, and, and so we become bitter towards it. They should have never did that to me. They should have never acted like that. They should have never said that. They should have never looked like that. They should have never did that to my mom. They should have never did that to my dad. They should have never did that to my sister. They should have never did that to my uncle. And, and so we become bitter. And it poisons us. And we get poisoned toward marriage. I don't want to get married. I don't want, I, I would date her and have 20 kids, but I don't want to marry her. I'll live with her, but I don't want to marry her because marriage is wicked. Because I seen my mama happen, seen it to my daddy, I seen it to my sister, I seen my brother, and oh no, I don't want to get married because I just might ruin it. forget my brother said I ain't gonna marry her he said nah I've been with her 12 15 years I ain't gonna marry her if I marry her they're gonna mess up good morning so say I love my family bitterness is a reaction to someone wronging you 
perceive him with so much offense like he did us. Amen? And so we have this outlook. And so now we find out that it, bitterness and guilt affect us emotionally and spiritually. And so that's why a lot of things we do, a lot of things we act, a lot of things we bring into our relationships, a lot of things that we bring into our families. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, and, and so I want you to understand there is a power to forgiveness. Forgiveness sets us free from both guilt and bitterness. Come on, somebody. Forgiveness sets us free both from imprisonment and from poison. Oh, come on, somebody. When we forgive, it releases us from a cave, from a prison, and removes the poison. Poison begins to close down organs, and it begins to tear down things inside you, and it begins to affect you outwardly. Poison gets inside you, and all of a sudden, it messes with your mind. It messes with the way you see things. It messes with the way you function. Poison messes with the way you stand. By the way you speak, you get full of poison, and by the time you know it, you can't function right. So bitterness will dysfunction you. And when you're dysfunctional, you do dysfunctional things because dysfunctional things is what we see. And so now we're in a relationship and we're dysfunctional. Now we're in a marriage and we're dysfunctional. Now we have children and we're dysfunctional. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So this is what I want to get to. I want to get the poison out and get us out of our prison. Out of our prison. Because I love my family enough to be released from my prison and to get the poison out of them. Come on, give the Lord a great help offering, amen. So, so listen to what I'm saying. For, forgiveness sets us free from both guilt and bitterness. Now, now, I want you to see this. God's forgiveness sets us free from prison of guilt. You got me? You guys with me? So when God forgives us, it frees us from prison of guilt. Our forgiveness, our forgiveness, when we begin to forgive ourselves, it sets us free from poison and bitterness. So when I got saved, God forgave me. But I had a hard time forgiving myself. When we get saved, God forgives us, and I'm going to be talking about what forgiveness is so that we can understand what I'm talking about. We, God forgives us, and then we battle with forgiving ourselves. There's the guilt that we battle with, and it's the guilt that begins to destroy us. And so I want you guys to catch this today, that God said, I'm going to forgive you, and now when I forgive you, I want to set you free from both guilt and bitterness. Now, go to Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4. Forgiveness in the family. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 says these words. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another. 
tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ forgave what? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning, for your presence that's in this place. Thank you, God, for having your way this morning, God, for being real to us, oh God, and speaking to us, oh God, that we would come out of our guilt and get out of our bitterness, oh God, that we love our family enough, oh God, to come out of our prison and get out the poison out of us, Father, that we would function as healthy families, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Now, now listen to this says. It says, let all, so I'm going to say all. Let all, all, all bitterness. There is the word all means all. Means todo. Nos nias, no nos nias, nias. That was my own personal language there. Means all, means everything. And it's hard when you're the one who's battled it. Can someone say it? I'll never forget where I went through some stuff with my mom. I, I, had, I, I was bitter towards my mom. I was, I was mad at my mom. I was frustrated with my mom. Because why? Because I looked like my dad and my mom, my mom would treat me bad because I looked like my dad. Oh, you don't hear me though. And, and, and so, so I, I didn't get hand-me-ups. I got hand-me-downs. I didn't get hand-me-downs. I got hand-me-ups. Oh, you don't hear me though. My, my brother, my brother, he didn't want to give him a big, big old pizza eat for himself, and all of us got to go eat, go eat something else. There was, there was, there was, there was, there was a love towards them, and a despite towards me. So then, when I would get busted, she never visited me, and she visited everybody else, and she said, "I'll never go go to another jail or juvenile hall again." I'm like, "Well, that wasn't my fault." But all this stuff jingled in me, percolated in me. And so when I got saved, I didn't know how bad it was. Until one day, I'll never forget it, we were married for a couple, about a year, two years married, and one day, man, it blew up on me. One day I called her and said, you know what, you never did nothing for me, and I just started going off, and I, was, I, I tripped, man, I went on a good one. I know never you have, but I have. Because I didn't know how bitter I still had. I didn't know how much bitterness I still had. And I started telling her stuff and saying stuff to her. And you know what? I finally said, you know what, man? I'm done with this. I'm done feeling like this. I forgive you. Come on, somebody. I said, I forgive everything that happened. I forgive everything that took place. I, I just started forgiving. I, you know, they threw me out when I was 13 years old. I said, I'm just done. Forgive me. I forgive. I started saying everything. Forgive me. Forgive me. For this, I go, Mom, you know what? Forgive me. All, all of a sudden, three, about a week later, she sent me the things that I loved in the, in the package. She sent me, what was it? Frosting. I see frosting out of, you know. Where's my frosty people at? <laughs> chocolate frosting, man. I would eat chocolate. Oh, I would eat the frosting and put it back. So every time, every time they're going to make some cake, there was no frosting in it. And so I would eat all the frosting. And so then she sent me um, some candy, Reese's candy. And then she sent me, now you know she was, you know she was back then because she sent me size medium boxers and a medium shirt. It was not going to fit. <laughs> and she sent me a card with $10 in it. And I was like, whoa, this was, I know it took a lot for her to do that. But it was because, why? Because there was a forgiveness. I would literally say, you know what, I want to forgive. It took a lot for me to do it, but I did it. Come on, somebody, you got to hear what I'm saying. You got to hear what I'm saying. Forgiveness set me free. Not only did it set me free, it set 
two people free. It set her free. When true forgiveness, when true forgiveness is there, it sets two people free. The person we have, we have to forgive, and ourselves. Everybody with me? Now, now I want you to see this really quick. To forgive means to pay a debt. Listen, to forgive means to pay a debt. Listen to what it says in Matthew 6, 12. Matthew 6, 12 says this. And forgive us our debt. As we forgive our debtors. Listen, 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 listen. Forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. Now, I'm going to give you a picture here really quick so we can understand how we can forgive. Because sometimes we don't know how to forgive, so I need to show you the picture of how we can forgive. Because sometimes we say, well, you know, it's easy. No, no. Oh, you, it, it's just words or it becomes easy. No, no. I'm going to show you really quick so we can help you. See, when we sin against God, we create a, a debt. When we sin towards God, we create a debt that we owe. Okay? We have sinned against heaven and earth, and we've been sued for damages. Hmm. It's a debt that we cannot pay. So our sin becomes, listen closely, towards something called a bitterness, guilt, or even forgiveness that needs to be forgiven. You with me? Okay, a debt that needs to be forgiven. It's a debt that we cannot pay. So God's mercy and love has forgiven us and paid the debt. So when we sinned against God, God said, I've sent my son to die on the cross to pay the debt that you owe. So the debt that you owe cannot be waived. Somebody has to pay it. Mm. Somebody has to pay it. There are no pardons. Come on, somebody. When someone is forgiven, someone else has to pay. <laughs> you guys with me? I need to, I'm going to tie this in right now. The word forgive comes from the word to bear the burden. To forgive is to pay the debt. So Jesus Christ came to pay a debt. And when he died on the cross, he paid our debt. So he paid our debt so you and I can be what? Forgiven. And to be forgiven, so he paid our debt. So forgive us what? Our debt. You guys with me? Come on, I got one person, amen. I need you to see this because this is where the, the, the Jews break this down for us like this so they can understand this, the Jewish culture. It's a debt that Jesus paid so that we can be forgiven. So because he paid, that's what he says, these words, forgive us our debt. So then in return, we can forgive those who we have a debt on them. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Come here, Art. Come here, Art. Come up here, Art. Come up here, buddy. Come around. Come around like this. Look at me. Mm -hmm. Here's the beautiful picture, guys. And I like to show pictures so you can see this. 
Your stamina's going to come over. I'm going to show you some. I'm going to show you something. I'll send this one to you. Come on. Here he is. Jesus says, he says these words. He says, he says, forgive us our debts. For I can forgive those that have a debt. Jesus, you died on the cross for me. Forgave me of my debt. And because you've done that, I can forgive those. Come on, somebody. I can forgive those who hurt me. Forgive those that came against me. Forgive those that damaged me. Forgive those that came against me. Forgive those that did me wrong. Uh, because why? Because you've forgiven my debt. Uh, you got the picture. Uh, come on, you got, come on. Give the Lord a big clap off of Amen. This is what I need you to see. He's saying, uh, uh, my debt has been cleared. Uh, I, I've been forgiven of my sins. I've been forgiven of what I did wrong. I've been forgiven of all the damage I did. I've been forgiven of being a bad father, a bad mother. I've been forgiven of doing this and doing that. I've been forgiven. My debt has been cleared. The price has been paid. And so it has been given to me. So help me forgive them. Help me to forgive my mother. Help me to forgive my father. Help me to forgive my children. Help me to forgive my uncle. Help me to forgive my aunt. Help me to forgive my neighbors. Help me to forgive uh, the brother down the street. Help me. As we forgive others, our debtors, our debtors, those who come against me, those who hurt me, those who belittled me, those who disvalued me, those who, who didn't take care of me, those who didn't nourish me, those who didn't think of me. When I was alone in my room and crying, when I was in my closet crying, when they didn't feed me, when they didn't take care of me, when, when I was hurting in pain, when I was thrown out, help me to forgive understand because of that damage some of us did what we've done because of that hate that hate and that bitterness we push it onto others we didn't know how much it cut in and because it cut in it made us build walls and it, it made us be tough and it made us you know act a fool and it, it made us be certain ways and it it, it made us a women uh, to be certain ways and act certain ways and and, and be ghetto fabulous And have your wall up, and every time you 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 see something, you just <laughs> because they're hurt there, because hurt people hurt people. Mm. So much. Ooh. Are we okay? understand that to forgive means a debt to be paid. A debt to be paid. Our debt was paid. Look, look at Ephesians chapter chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. 1 verse 7 says this. In him we have redemption through his blood. So Jesus redeemed us through his blood. There's, there's the debt being paid. Amen. 
There it is. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now, now listen to that. The reason why we have been forgiven is because he redeemed us through the blood. And he went to the cross. He paid the debt of our sins. We were forgiven of our debt. Can someone say amen? Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen? So this is the picture. God paid the debt for us and canceled the debt. Because our debt was going to take us to hell. 